My question is, whatever happened to Lady of Rage, the maker of I Rock Rough and stuff with my Afro Puffs? Whatever happened to her? Let me loosen up my bra strap and um, let me boost her with my raw rap. Cause I'ma break it down to the nitty gritty one time when it comes to the. Oh, um, I feel. Wait, do they still make Twinkies? <laughs> they do. They re they brought them back. They brought they do. It was an uproar. And, and those honey buns with the with white the frosting. frosting. Oh, really? That oh, was. Yeah. I thought that was overkill. That white frosting was, was overkill. It was like pure diabetes in, in a And they made it like bigger. Snack. They did? They, of course they yeah, did. They, they super wanna, They just want to kill that, America. That just made me segue to that super donut. Remember the super donut you could get? Super donut? You don't remember the super donut? That donut they tried to sell us in school? That they they sold it as a vitamin enriched donut. What? <laughs> you don't remember that? Yeah, I remember that super donut. You might just tell your age, Jerry. No, whatever. <laughs> That's all right. So whatever happened to Lady of Rage, the last time we saw her, she was Baby D. And next Friday. Friday, man. Yeah, that's really all I got. I don't. I feel like maybe she came out with a line of barrettes, perhaps. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> I think she started um, a uh, anger management firm. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. After the whole death row shit, that that would be the move. I feel like my question maybe is, she's a young is like, where did you dig her up at? Like, mm -hmm. I'm sure you was walking down the street on Normandy or some mm -hmm. shit. Like, uh, oh, he was about to crush our ball when it was the when it was the magic theater. <laughs> At the at the uh, flea market, <laughs> totally, totally. you can get everything there: shirts and shirts I mean, and wrappers. She looked she look like the bitch to buy bandanas from the flea oh, market, absolutely. like yeah, she, and yeah. earrings. What the fuck? Mm -hmm. That is crazy. <laughs> Belts, rings. She he got it. She it's a rainbow here, right? He might have got her coming out of rainbow uh, on a Saturday morning. Man, come on. Boy. That went acceptable like a warehouse. It was. <laughs> they always like that. They didn't look, they didn't they didn't they didn't have shelves. They had boxes. No, they had their boxes, boxes on boxes. Boxes Man. on boxes. Inside the box. Was that was that was that a Chicago <laughs> thing? Did everybody have? Was I, that, no, I feel that like that was a Chicago right? thing. I've seen, I've seen the Shernans outside. You seen the Shernans outside? The Shernans. They always had a wagon like man's. You always got the Steve Madden's. The Steve Madden didn't even want. Steve Madden didn't even want those. He's like these were my mistake shoes. <laughs> <laughs> He's like I was so three three for ninety nine ninety nine. I was so mad because we would only get two for ninety nine ninety nine. I was like, why they get three three? We only get two. You, do you ever wear Stacy Adams? Stacy Adams. <laughs> Them hard bottoms. I know you wore Stacey Adams to your prom. Man. Somebody prom. I, I probably did wear some Stacey Adams to my prom. I mean, at least eighth grade graduation. I know you had on Stacey Adams. I had to have them. I had to have them. Yeah, I, had to have I them. call them things. Slip and slide. Boy. You put them things on. Now you're making me think of, y'all remember that brand called GBX? Oh. You, you remember the GBX? Because GBX wow. was the first shoe that like married the soft sole yeah. with the with the night with the leisure shoe. That, like, was, like, you know that was like before before Cole Haan was popping yeah, with yeah. the Nike like crossover. Yeah. Yeah. It was those. It's the GBXs. It was like I used to be like, I remember when they first I said, Oh, I got a kid because it was the square <laughs> toe with the soft, but it was still like it's still man, GBX. Speaking of soft souls, mm -hmm. I know y'all remember Wallabies. Yes! Oh. Wallabies making yeah. a comeback. Right um, they're making puppies. a comeback. Oh, Hush puppies. I used Hush puppies. puppies used to take over. Hush puppies, and then I, I don't know about y'all, but Eddie shopping. Bauer. Eddie oh, Bauer. Eddie Bauer. Boy. You know, using if you had the Eddie Bauer jacket with the Eddie Bauer Navigator. 
with the oh, navigator. Like, navigator. He's like, he got a, he got an Eddie Bauer navigator. Eddie Bauer, <laughs> I used to be on Michigan Avenue. Like, nah, bitch, I'm going to Eddie Bauer. Yeah, Eddie Bauer. What are you? Excuse me. What are you doing? Is this what so you, open? I feel like it's closed. I feel they like they replaced it with like LL Bean. Something like that. Something like that. Something like that. They was, they I thought Nautica was about to die, but you know, the White Hope kept it alive. White, White Hope kept it For real, if it wasn't mm. for Urban Outfitters, Fila would be. Oh, Fila would be dead. Dead, dead in the water. Because Fila don't even have enough retros. <laughs> right. Like, you know how Reebok, they're like, all right, come on, Shaq. Come on, Ivo. Come on. Uh, Fila, like, Grand Hill, the only thing that's uh, carrying us that's it. They're like, we don't got enough Grand Hills, guys. We, we, he only had three shoes, guys. We don't even. Well, so to all our listeners who hear a a voice, <laughs> an unknown voice, we yes. would like to introduce a friend of the Trash and Truth podcast. Would that's you like right. to introduce yourself, please? Okay. Um, that's just a way of saying she don't know enough about me. Um, <laughs> my name is... I wouldn't do you no justice. No, nah, I feel it. How you guys doing out there? Uh, my name is Derek Dow. I'm a writer, director, and actor. Uh, in really? LA via Chicago, Shot Town represent, born and raised. Absolutely. No, 62nd New Wood, 81st of oh, Woodline. I ain't from Robbins. I ain't from Country Club Hills. Oh. I'm from in, in city limits, <laughs> Cook County. <laughs> Let you know. That's a, what's that's going the on? You ask people, oh, what's your county? Yeah, what's your county? That's real. You from Naperville. Shut up. <laughs> 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 Well, welcome to another episode of Trash and Truth. Mm-hmm. Um, we are coming to you live from LA. Um, the tag team's back again. First time. This is our first time being together since our first podcast. Oh, that is crazy! Wow, hey, I didn't girl, realize that. I missed your face. Hey, girl, hey. <laughs> wow, like you I never just, left. I just put that together. That's crazy. It is. <laughs> so we have special guests. Um, Mr. Derek Dow is here in the building, and we are going to get into all things black hair today. Oh, nice. We have some great topics to discuss. Absolutely. So, Derek, can you tell us about your latest project, Big Chop, please? Yeah, yeah, no problem. Um, I did a film called The Big Chop. Uh, uh, the writer, Alicia Cowan, wrote it. Um, it's just basically a story about, the underlying message is about like accepting yourself for who you are. And um, it just follows a little girl who wind up letting like her mom and bullies convince her into getting a perm. And then as an adult, she wanted to go back. And it's this journey of like getting back to her original form. And um, yeah, that's pretty much a light comedy. Yeah. It is. a. It's actually yes. such a cute movie. <laughs> it's, number one, it's short. Mm-hmm. It's like short. <laughs> it was like fifteen minutes. Yeah, but it's, it's relatable. As soon as you push start, mm-hmm. as soon as you get into the story, you understand. Especially black women like myself and Nia right. that have struggled with having natural hair, having relaxed hair, mm-hmm. you know, going through the trials and tribulations of just hair in general. It was just refreshing to see that you know from another perspective. This is a real struggle, mm-hmm. girls. You know, guys, I'm sure, go through the same thing. Mm -hmm. You have dreads. I'm pretty sure you had that period where you had to adjust Mm. and understand and, you know, really appreciate your hair. Exactly. Yeah. So it was it was My whole childhood was the struggle. My mother kept me Charles Barkley bald. (laughs) She's like, it's just so nappy. Did you brush it? I did brush it. (laughs) 
So that was my that was my next question. One, how long have you been natural? And two, what made you want to grow up? Well, I feel like here's the thing. I feel like guys for the most part are natural. Unless okay. we unless you know, unless we yeah. do uh uh, uh, a Duke's relaxer yeah, S curl, yeah, S curl, which I had yeah. uh, all through so high school. Like, I was genuine genius. Oh, I was oh. like, my whole life has changed. <laughs> um, so I did, I did do that. Um, so I guess post, uh, post genuine, genuine in Cisco esque. I had a Cisco move, wow. like, uh, oh, like dear. my I first two, my first two years, my first, oh man, my first two years of undergrad. So yeah, so back to like just natural form and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. No mm-hmm. S curls and stuff like that. Probably since what oh four, oh four, yeah, yeah. Um, so but as far as locks, mm-hmm. and that's just since oh seven. So just like so in June it'd be like my ten years. So wow. do you have a story? Do you have a girlfriend that would have locks? No. You were like, this is beautiful. What's no, my, my whole thing was I mean, for me, I just did I had braids and I was like, I'm too grown for braids now, but I don't want to cut my hair. <laughs> yeah. God um, bless you for knowing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm too old for braids now. It's too There's too a threshold that's it's, so many it's a miss. I was like, I was like, I'm done. Um, but for me too, it's like my mom and my sister always had like weave and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just noticed I wasn't attracted to women who wore extreme amounts of weave all oh, the time. Okay. Now I'm not mad. I'm not mad if you, I mean, you, you do what you want to do. But when it was like, that's the only go-to, it was just like, I just didn't like, I didn't like it around the house. I didn't like the smell of it. Cause this is what I this is what I like was Boy, around. Nothing worse than that burnt weed. Oh, oh, man, nothing Ooh. worse than that burnt weed. We that And my sister, I love her to death, but she didn't. She did it for so long. She lost all her edges. Mm-hmm. I like. I literally told her the other day. I said, "Sis, I love you to death." I said, "But you like two more inches from being a cone head." Oh, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like another throwback. You know? That was a great one. That was a great one. I said, "You like?" And she like, "Stop playing, brother." I was like, like, no, I was like "I'm gonna get you." When brother get on, I'm getting you all types of hair transplants because it's like so. So and and for me, it was just like watching the damages stuff that's going, yeah. you know. And I and and it just never sat right to me because it always felt like a very European. I need to acclimate yes. to mm-hmm. what you think. Absolutely. So I mean, like I was like one of the first dudes on that Indi retrain when she came out. Yeah. I'm not my hair, brown oh, skin, truth. Yes. I was like, yes, yes. And, look, and I'm like more like a uh, rotisserie gold, but I was still like, yes, yes, I'm so. I was like, yes, yes, I'm brown skin. Let's do it. So would you say your childhood experiences led you to come up with the concept for the big chop or was there another I mean, it, yeah. so so basically, the um, Alicia, who's the writer, Alicia came up with the the idea to do the movie, um, and I like you know talked to her through the script, and she she kept showing me her iterations because it went from like the girl being like a blogger about hair mm-hmm. to something to she just like really came up on the kids thing, and then we almost did just a straight kids movie, mm-hmm. but then it, then it was like she added some more stuff, and I was just drawn to it. Like every time she would, because I'll be honest, I don't like to. Like read a lot of scripts, but it was like, and, it was, and I'm a director and an actor, which is horrible. But I, but it's just like I don't want to read a lot of iterations or something. Yes. But if I connect to the material, I'll read it over and over and over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so because I connected it, connected it. That's that Southside Chicago education. <laughs> so I, <laughs> no child left behind. So um, 
because I connected with the material, I was just like, yo, I, I get this. Uh, I'm, I'm down for the, you know, the, the black woman's plight with this. And then I was like, and, and again, because of my, like how my mom used to keep me by and because constantly being told that something grew out of me was ugly yeah. or was not attractive. And you know, Tony was my best friend. He got mm -hmm. the curly hair. Oh, he got the, he uh, got the, that's the Rico Suave. Get the Rico Suave. <laughs> so when your best friend got the, got the mm -hmm. nice hair and everybody's just like, Oh, your hair is so pretty. And then to me, it's like, Hey dude, you know, you feel like the garbage kid, <laughs> right. you know, yeah, totally. even though now when we together, I get the, all the hair compliments, yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, uh, so did you, I know that you said your mother and sister wore a lot of weave, but just in this process of creating this film, did you mm -hmm. understand how much hair impacts black women, how much of a struggle it's been mm -hmm. for women in this natural hair revolution to really, you know, accept the hair that grows out of them? You know what? I've always been like, honestly, really cognizant of it. Mm -hmm. Just, but even before I knew the natural hair part of it, it's just because like, you know, my grandmother's like that hard, rural Arkansas, so everything mm -hmm. was about appearance. Yeah. You know, so she had to be fresh pressed all the time. Mm -hmm. And like even my mom now who's has a, who I'm trying to talk into getting locks, but has very short hair for all the hair damage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like now she doesn't like perm and stuff, but she still feels the need like to put on the wig. And I'm yeah. like, Ma, your little your little bitty tiny fro is, is adorable. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, you know, let's get you locks if you really want to get length going because your hair has been strained so much mm -hmm. now, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, so I've always, I've always been, and you know, women, they always say a woman is, you know, her hair and all this other stuff. And, yeah. and, and I, and I get it and I see how it's like for us, fresh haircuts, fresh mm -hmm. clothes, mm -hmm. shoes or whatever, you know, to make us feel better. And hair is like synonymous with a woman's look mm -hmm. and because it can change her whole face. I've Absolutely. seen it yes. from like, you know, Absolutely. having a big fro to mm -hmm. like fake locks and stuff it's like whoa i'm like yo this is totally different person. it's totally yeah, different person be, yeah, yeah. to a bob to any i'm like yes. yo it changes you know it, black women are the most versatile creatures man. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. like to say that we're chameleons would be doing a, a disservice no, to us totally. we are more shapeshifters for sure <laughs> <laughs> come on shapeshifters it is no i totally agree and and to your point when you were saying like the whole european hair thing mm -hmm. like i totally 100 percent believe like because black women have so much um, versatility in mm. their hair texture and the types of styles that they can do. Like, I really feel like society force feeds the, the idea that we have to have this straight European image yeah. because yeah. it kind of makes us lesser than, you know? It's mm -hmm. like, yeah. who do they think they are with this, like, I can just wash my hair and, and be Go. a big curly fro or I can blow dry it and I can have straight, right. you know, lovely, shiny, whatever. And most of the rest of the world, it's only one hairstyle, yeah. and yeah. that is bone straight. Right. Yeah. So, and it's not really, it's not really beautiful, I don't think. It's pretty plain. Mm -hmm. Like, but for whatever reason, it's like, that's the idea of beauty, which is really fucked up because so many people, like, and including myself, I used to get perms. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't grow my perm out until... 2007. Mm. Okay. Oh, look at hair buddies. Hair buddies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I didn't like, I mean, you see my hair texture. Like, mm. I didn't really need to get a perm. You and didn't. I can only yes. imagine if I never touched my hair, what it would look like now. It'd be like, crazy. how long it would be, if it would be crazy. thicker, if you know what I mean. But because I did put those chemicals on it for so many mm -hmm. years, like, I literally begged my mom to, to let me get a perm mm -hmm. because the kids at school made me feel like, I was mm -hmm. supposed to have one because right. nobody else had curly hair. Everybody has straight hair mm -hmm. and they had the, you know, little Chinese right. thing. 
and the little up, you Girl, know, that up was nothing but damage. The sock bun, <laughs> like yeah. that was like, and yeah. I couldn't do any of those styles because my shit was too crazy. But that's what that's what always makes me. Funny that you brought that up because it's like mix, like mixed girls back in the, you know, it was more uncommon for mixed mixed mm-hmm. girls, mm-hmm. and their hair wasn't like all of them wasn't bone straight. It'd be that curly, what you call it, and that was supposed to be cute. But because you're like quote unquote African American, mm-hmm. it's yeah. like oh no no you can't have that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But because you remember you, it'd be that one little yeah. halfy yeah. running around, yeah. and she got the like yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like bitch, your baby hair is out of control. Yeah. <laughs> Turn it down. Toothbrush and the you get in there with your little gel. Yeah. With the beeswax. And it's like, and it's crazy that people people pay to get lace front wigs made so they can have baby hair. Yeah. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. like shit to me. Like it's so crazy. But but then as a child, it's like you know you get made fun of. Yeah. Yeah. Like for being too hairy. And I mean I'm hairy, but you know. And that was the other thing. It's like even. I'm not even gonna repeat that. I'm not. I'm done. You know what? You know what? Derek. <laughs> That's fine. I embrace my hair. Mm-hmm. You know. Embrace it. Natural hair everywhere. But if you think about it. <laughs> understood the history of how wigs came to be Mm -hmm. how they shaped um you know our culture how people saw it as a a position of power Mm -hmm. and dominance to wear a wig Mm -hmm. will we will we think to have that will we think to to want that will Mm -hmm. we does does that help us transport into a place of power Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. of that you know that history of it uh it's it's the dichotomy of it of just thinking mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. who we are now and how we accept ourselves now mm-hmm. and how much we how much money yeah, we spend on money, this man. stuff. A lot of money. To think that the person that literally bought us over in the ship did the same thing and wasn't even concerned about our hair, how we looked. Mm-hmm. You know, they just wanted our labor. So mm-hmm. the thing about those our two bodies. Things, a lot yeah, of yeah, absolutely. <laughs> pretty <laughs> lady, pretty lady. For sure. <laughs> I got my DNA test. I'm totally three percent <laughs> European. So somebody oh. wanted somebody in my family. No, absolutely. Yeah. Well, yellow, but... Oh, <laughs> you know it's okay, cousin. It. Oh! <laughs> Don't signify with me. <laughs> You know, honestly, my favorite moment in any film is like on set. Mm-hmm. It's just like on set. It's you can't you can't beat it. And I mean, again, like we didn't have the budget we needed to make it. So I mean, like I was getting up hours and hours before I was even supposed to be on set to make sure like things were going right to either clean up so my art department could come in and take out. So it was rough. I was doing like eighteen hour days, but it's all worth it the minute like the actors say that first line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you and you behind your monitor, mm-hmm. and you like, yo, this is this is about yes. to be something. Absolutely, this is about to be something. And so I we were I was blessed in that moment. And then for this one too, it's just like the the fact of having a little girl version, and then having mm-hmm. to like 
make an adult version mm-hmm. and still have them have something where it connected them. Yeah. So you could believe like this person could grow yeah. up to yes. that person. Yeah. Absolutely. And vice versa. And we watched it. That was like the moment we connected. It was like, damn, like I was that girl. And as an adult, it's like, I'm, I'm still that girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you know? still that girl. Totally. Yeah. Um, so for casting, mm-hmm. how did you find, like pick your, that perfect little girl? Oh man! Uh, first off, Mackenzie Franklin, amazing. I know yeah. Mackenzie. You know Mackenzie? Yes. Now oh, I really? remember. Yes. Yeah. I actually used to produce for a hair care company. Oh, nice. Their advertising, and she was one of the little girls that we've used in our advertising. Oh, amazing. Wow. She is amazing. amazing. Such a sweet Small little girl. girl. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. No problem. Mackenzie Franklin. She's amazing. She's an uh, definitely an amazing uh, talent. And so we had a casting director for. I always mix my movies. Because it's like, I want to, one, the movie comes first. Mm-hmm. Like, so, I'm an actor as well. I'm not going to cast myself in something that it's like, yo, this, somebody else could do this better. Mm-hmm. But you definitely made a little cameo. I made a cameo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, because I can handle that line. I can handle that line. And I handled it. Okay? It's handled. It's handled. So, so, um, so, the casting director had brought us a whole bunch of little girls. And it was a couple good ones. But when McKenzie came in, and like, she killed it. And, and. She already had favor with me because the first thing she said was, I'm from Chicago like you. Yes, yes. I said, yo, yo, say these lines right. <laughs> yeah. It's all yours, baby. This all you better you you better get it's like when you used to get a job at the post office, they give you ten extra points if you was military. I said, oh, you from Chicago? Ten extra points. Say these lines right. <laughs> and she killed it. And yeah. I was just like, yo, and I and I rocked with her and she was very um she was she was just a joy to work with. Mm-hmm. Um she was not like hard. It was not like a little kid. You could keep her attention. Oh, she absolutely. wasn't just like, oh, oh, candy over there. Toys over Even there. Even when I booked her, literally, she came in. Her mm-hmm. mom was there as well. Mm-hmm. We talked about what the setup was. Yeah. She asked questions. Yep. And she was very inquisitive yep. about what needed to happen. I was just like, this girl is a professional already. She is. She is. She's, she's amazing. Yeah. So it, so it was easy. And same with the, um, the little boy. Yeah. Oh, he was adorable. He was so adorable. It yes. was rough though because he has a brother that's mm. that's like a year older, mm. and I was on the fence. Did not. They're both know, actors. They're both actors. Did not know which way to go. Wow, interesting. What I did not know which way to go. Next and, film, he was a brother. Yeah, next <laughs> film. I think ultimately we we picked Kevin um, because he was closer in size. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. and I just like that's when you got to go on chemistry. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, mm-hmm. if I put these, cause if I put them together. Like what's more believable? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. that's how we. And what about the other actors and actresses in the movie? Oh well, we did uh, see well, a familiar face. I was so excited. But go ahead. For which for who? Misty Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So we had Simone Messick, who which was amazing um, to get her, and and we got her pre. Uh, Luke Cage, Shut which a lot out. of people don't know. Yeah. So well, I um, saw her. I was like, ah! <laughs> I was like, oh my god, is that, is that <laughs> I love her so much on yeah. Luke Cage. Oh my god. Yeah. So so we lucked up with her. Um, she came in, and I mean, like, she, she was another one of those. Just like I can't, I can't, you know, because a lot of people came in and they saw natural hair and they mm-hmm. saw, the, and they couldn't get. That that I because we 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 cast them off the lines like I look like a free slave and all and everybody just kept giving it like they were doing fences and I was yeah. like yeah. no <laughs> yeah and and I feel like Simone walked in and knew all the nuances mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and she came in and it's it's timing and God and a lot of good things just so happened we got her and like she wound up getting Luke Cage maybe like 
five, six months after. Wow. You know what I'm saying? That's but crazy. It, it just took, because my acting that picked up a little bit, it took us a little time to finish it mm-hmm. because we didn't get the the budget, mm-hmm. you know, ahead of time. So we shot, we had enough for principal. I was like, we're going to roll on principal, we get the principal done, and I'll get the money for post when it's time to get the money for mm-hmm. post. Absolutely. And everything happens for a reason because yeah. when we dropped it, it's around Nick Cage time. I mean, Luke Cage time. Yeah, yeah. And so people like, people coming up to me like, how'd you get messed in? Because <laughs> she was just Simone. Right? <laughs> 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 Um, her real name. What yeah. her real name is? But and she's gorgeous and did such she's a good gorgeous, job. Yeah, she's yeah. gorgeous. She's in. That that was actually one of the notes I got by Planet. They was like, um, now I know you're trying to mess her up with the running makeup and stuff, but she's still fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, well, you know, can't yeah. fix that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. she's am- she's amazing. Super down to earth. Super sweet. Um, Super busy now. Yeah. Sometimes I'll be like, man, I, I wish imagine. I could. I was like, y'all, yeah. I wish I could get you to come to some of this stuff. But I mean, like, Marvel got it everywhere, oh, in France, sure. everywhere. But again, like, super, super sweetheart. Yeah. And what about her counterpart? Um, oh, Chinadu. So, yes. Chinadu, now this is why I say, like, I like to mix stuff where it's mm-hmm. like some stuff comes through a cast and director. But sometimes if I got friends who can just literally, like, do I'm it, sure I'm going to get you. Yeah. Sure you and have I, a pool of them. Pool, and I want to make it happen. And so, yeah. Chinadu is a stand up comedian. Oh, wow. uh, yeah, That's he's a stand-up comedian. Really? Yeah, yeah, and pretty popular in, in these parts. Uh, stays around Culver City. I'm sorry, Chindu. I'm letting all the ladies know because they, <laughs> like okay. they like your chest meat. They like your chest meat at the end. It was some breast in, in my movie, <laughs> but it was from Chindu. <laughs> I said this man has his tits yeah. all. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, um, but stand-up comedian, very funny, very. I mean, when I tell you, like one of the most. Down to earth, and I keep using that, but that was most of my cast. He was so mm-hmm. down to earth. This guy, if he has the right, because he's a handsome individual, mm-hmm. to kind of be like one of them stuck up guys, yeah, not at all. Wow, super humble, super down to earth. I mean, good guy, good comedian, funny, very funny. Nice, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, super exciting, super exciting. Yeah, and everybody right. else was like, a, again, a mixture of like casting and mm-hmm. Kashana Little. Um, she's I can't remember, she's from down south, but I met her in Chicago. And we just kept in touch. And she's always been opening. I remember when we first met here, she was like, come do your birthday here. I'll get you a table. Hooked me up. And I was like, yo, I'm going to keep you on deck. And I told her one day, I said, I'm going to make you famous. I put her in my web series. I put her in anything I can find to fit her. I'm going to keep putting her in. Um, We're definitely going to talk about your catalog of work. Okay. So, yeah, just that's pretty much what it is. And I fed people in when I could. The girl who comes up to, in my little line, mm-hmm. she's a friend of mine, used to do vines with me. Um, she came and helped me on set. She was she gave up a day to help me on set, and she was just like, "All right, cool." Just came to help, and I know she was an actress. And I said, "Listen, I got a, I got a, I got a line." So the line she has that all that stuff that was there was like technically supposed to be me. Mm-hmm. So I gave her the lead. I said, "Yo, take this, take this line because this is the majority of the line," mm-hmm. and I just split it in half. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Yo, I'll take the you you go first so they can get a really good." quick pip you and then I'll do the other half. Right, right. Because I was just like, you showed me love, I gotta give you something. Yeah. See, that's, yeah. that's a real friend right there. Yeah. That's a definitely, like, that's awesome. Um, so, as an actor, mm-hmm. um, did you watch the SAG Awards? Well, Rumble was off. <laughs> <laughs> well, moving on, people. But I, news, but I did vote. But I did vote. I did vote, though. I did that's, vote. Okay, what tells me who did you vote for? Oh, come on. Okay. <laughs> 
So the melanin, the melanin, if it if it was dark skin, it got in. (laughs) Brown skin, anyway. Shout out to um, Hidden Figures who was big last night. Who else? Um, We just we just moonlight one as well. Wait, I'm getting right. Okay, you ready? Mahershala, mm-hmm, something like Ali, that. yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. I hope I, I hope that's, that's he's correct. killing it right now. Killing Luke it. Cage, Moonlight, he was Hidden so Figures. He was in another movie called Kicks that didn't get that getting picked up, but it was an amazing indie to me. It was mm. amazing indie. Kicks, all right, Kicks, check that out. oh, it's amazing indie. It's about this Is little it on boy. Netflix? You know it's I'm not on Netflix, Netflix yet, okay. but I uh, I watched it when the director like, it was private screening. Um, it's about this little boy that gets his pair of Jordans, but then gets robbed. Mm. And then he goes to the ends of the earth to get him back, but it gets real. Really? Like, wow. Really and it is dope. And it's got a lot of poetic sentiment in it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, when he envisions himself as an astronaut, because, you know, astronaut, you can hit the stars, but it's a lonely, it's a lonely mm-hmm. road. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's a beautiful film, and I, I think it was totally overlooked. Yeah. Um, let me know if you watch it. I'll come over and watch it with you. I totally. really enjoyed it. That, yeah. that sounds... Right Matter of fact, you know, I'm gonna check to see if the library got it because guys get a library card. It's all free. Hello. Oh, it's all free. Tell yes. people about the library card. You put me on the library card. Oh. I haven't had a library card probably since eighth grade. Okay. <laughs> if you know me, I'm a frugal individual. Yes. So I like all the sales, all the discounts, all the, the Oh, you haven't met me. Yet. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> let us chat. We can turn up together. Yes. Let's, let's chat. So, so I, I, I rediscovered my library card as of late because I used to do this in Chicago, but when I came out here, I was in grad school, so I was just using our library. Yes. But I rediscovered like the public library mm-hmm. of the you know city, and I was like, it turned up a hundred and trillion bazillion percent because now with your library card, you get to do this over overdrive or hoopla where you can stream books for free, mm-hmm. right there on the spot, movies for free, mm-hmm. music for free. They even have it where it's like another one where you can download five songs a week. Really? You know what I'm saying? For wow. free and keep it in your things. And then it's just like I'm I'm forever like putting myself on list. The minute the minute I think anything about to come out and mm-hmm. I wanna see it on DVD, I don't need the red box. I put myself early on the list. The minute the library get it, it hits me up saying, We have it. Which That's, library do you want us to send it to? That's amazing. And I just get it like that. The power like of the I've library. been I've been reading now since I rediscovered it in December. I've been reading a book, reading one book a month and two audio books. One book and two out of books. Wow, that's impressive. Month. Yeah, I need to get into the audio book. Yeah, part. I'm doing the power now, right now, which is amazing. Okay, which is I amazing. Gotta, I, I gotta get. I gotta get. You gotta get your list. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It's amazing. Yes, it's amazing. get your list. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a quick break. We need to refill on the champagne. Yeah. All right. Short film that we encourage everybody to see called The Big Chop. The Big Chop. 
We were just talking about the library, mm -hmm. and um, you were expressing your love, My love. <laughs> for the library. Mm -hmm. I wanted to bring up the trashiest shit I've heard since 2017. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Lord Voldemort is <laughs> suggesting that um, the Senate or the Congress, whoever controls the budget, defunds the National Endowment for Humanities and the Arts, which funds uh, public institutions like PBS like libraries, like mm -hmm. art and music programs in school. And a couple of um, fun facts about the National Endowment of the Arts and Humanities. They are independent federal agencies that fund, promote, and strengthen the creative capacity of our communities by providing diverse opportunities for arts participation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like that should be automatic in right. everybody's budget. Absolutely. Um, it is really a disservice that people are even considering shit like this. Mm -hmm. um, there's actually a conservative think tank who has um, voiced the same type of recommendation to defund these organizations, and they cite that taxpayers should not be forced to pay for plays, paintings, pageants, and scholarly journals. Actors, artists, and academics are no more deserving of subsidies than their counterparts in other fields. Wow. Wait, doesn't Trump got a pageant? Miss Universe. Where he, yeah. That's uh, Melania. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's number zero. Okay, okay, where yeah. he's flying all bitches from around the world so he can pick his newest bride, mm -hmm. basically. I mean, like... Mind who, you, who would, who would think to do let this? Me not get, let me not get on Steve Harvey again today. I already have oh, seen Lord. Him. I'm not going to go there. We found out so many things about oh, Steve Harvey over the past couple days. Marjorie, girl, we're going we gonna to get back to you. Um. But as an artist, <laughs> mm -hmm. as an actor, as a director, as right. someone who lives and breathes right. art without even knowing or really mm -hmm. having to, how do you feel about a recommendation like that? How do you feel about, you know, our children, our grandchildren, our nieces and nephews being impacted mm -hmm. by a person that has no sense of reality or understanding of what's going on in our communities, mm -hmm. what is lacking in our communities, mm -hmm. and what, you know, is ultimately going to help our communities thrive in the future. What do you think about that? Um, in honor of my South Side of Chicago roots, I'm going to say that's some goofy shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> Come on, push through. <laughs> get your goof ass up out of here. Get your goof ass up out of here. Yo, horns looking at us. Get the fuck out of here. You don't want to play these goof games. Goof ass mom. <laughs> so, um, I want you to say, because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, <laughs> if you, if you, if you, and I'm going to take it way back, you know, if you just take it back to back back when we were living in caves or whoever was living in caves you know hunting uh gathering mm -hmm. healing was a huge part because mm -hmm. we needed that to survive yes. mm -hmm. but after we did all of that what did we do we got around the fire we ate and we told stories mm -hmm. because that's what made life great mm -hmm. you you fast forward we we got at the feet of our elders because mm -hmm. they told us stories mm -hmm. yes because those were the things that opened our mind to challenge to live outside. Science didn't, here's the thing, science, you don't go and become a scientist and be like, oh, science is going to make it. You you have an imagination. Absolutely. And you be like, yo, I can make this better. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I can make this better. Guess what? I got an idea. What's that? We're going to fly. Mm -hmm. 
And because I want to fly, I'm going to figure out the science. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I have to believe mm-hmm. that I can fly first. So my imagination has to be fed. Shout out to R. Kelly. It, you know what I'm saying? Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Shout out, shout out, shout out. So, um, so my mind has to be fed. So it's, it's so many, and I don't want to quote wrong right now, but it's so many uh, things that they say. Child, you should get your child to play some form of an instrument because it mm-hmm. expands their mind. Yes. You should let them uh, like dabble in arts because it expands their minds. Mm-hmm. Even if they're logical thinkers, mm-hmm. you need that. You know what? In a recession, you know what doesn't take a hit as much? What is that? Entertainment. Mm. Because when life gets hard, I need a distraction. Yeah, absolutely. And instead of alcohol and all this other stuff, so what real. do we do? We flood the, the theaters. Movies. We go yeah. to the movies. Yeah. Because I know for an hour and a half to two and a half hours, I can take my I mind off about anything. everything. Absolutely. I forget about everything. Mm-hmm. So when recessions hit, the, the movie tickets still go. Mm-hmm. People still go. You know, and the Netflix went up too. God yeah. damn. You know how much going on? Yeah. Yeah. They do. But that's why you got Netflix and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Netflix, like you think about it, like even um YouTube. YouTube is the most watched thing that people go to for sources of watching content mm-hmm. and we go because we want to be stimulated yes you know now don't get me wrong it's a lot of trash out there mm-hmm. but at least y'all give it with truth yeah, <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> but but it's a lot of stuff out there and, and it's that's what so it's it's the dumbest to take that away mm-hmm. i can't even remember it's, and it's so weird too and i can't even remember i wish i knew the name of this movie i watched this movie like an independent movie and it was on uh, netflix um and it was about like this teacher set up this this thing where he was like all right he passed out these random cards. So, like, you might have been a builder. You might have been a doctor. You might have been a this. You might have been a scientist. You might have been a that. You were a painter. You were a singer. You were... He did this whole thing. He said, now the world is about to end. You can only take, uh, you know, five of these people in a bunker with you. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, when the smoke, whatever, to kill people is gone, y'all need to rebuild the nation. Who would you take? Mm-hmm. The first time, they took all the builders. They mm-hmm. took all the builders, all the scientists, all the what you call it. They damn near died of boredom. Mm. They damn near died of boredom. Yes. So the next time they did it, they just took all the um, they took all the 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 people around, and, and yeah, they didn't survive, but they lived a, fu- a full life. Mm. They lived a full life. By the time they came out uh, of the last one, who knows what happened? Because they hated each other. Mm. Nobody wanted to help. Nobody wanted to work. Mm-hmm. They're like they stuck in that bunker, like right. staring at each other. You no, know, everybody was about the math. Everybody was about the science. But and that's what like, and I feel like that's just a metaphor for life. And I'm not saying mm-hmm. you you shouldn't. They probably could have figured a way to get a builder in there and anything. Right. But I thought the movie was so cool because to me it was just like, yo, are we trying to live 130 years mm-hmm. by the rules and nothing happened and it's just we existing, or are you trying to live 80 and live and to live. the max? Absolutely. Yeah, totally. That's real. Because well, the minute you decide to just exist, you're dead already. Mm-hmm. You died the minute you decide I'm, my life is about existing. Yes. And, and I feel like <laughs> that's okay. We're going to shave you and get you back out there. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was still over here and still watching man. I'm um, talking. So I think, that, I think that's crazy. And I know for me, to now to ground it in the reality that's, that's real to me, I'm, I'm from 62nd and Wood, Inglewood. And my mother was not about letting me go out in the streets, mm-hmm. was not about, you know. So a lot of a lot of my younger years before moving to like West Chatham, it was stuck in the house. Mm-hmm. Gunshots, sirens, stuff yeah. like that. I turned up the Cosby show. Mm-hmm. I turned up Gremlins. You know, I was I was able to escape my reality. 
and find hope in my reality. And that's another reason why I want to be a filmmaker because I want to give that to some other little kids. I'm not saying I'll never make a hood movie, mm-hmm. but as but a writer, those kids are from the hood. They, they, they can hood. understand. They can understand. Yeah, and, I, and I have no problem with making those. But for right now, I'm making the big chops. Mm-hmm. I'm making the this ain't your movies. I'm making the stuff where it's like, yo, look, look, look at us over here. Yeah. Because we can do other stuff. Yeah. And it's great. And, and, and we need all of it. We need the boys and hoods. We need the minister societies. Absolutely. We need the higher learning. Mm-hmm. We need, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. As much as we need the Fast and the Furious, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and the horror movies, you know. And I think that's just to, to say you're going to take that away is, is ridiculous. Yeah. It's crazy because I think Trump tweeted um, the other day about Why Chicago. Is he still tweeting. Oh. It's, it's the bullshit. <laughs> um, he said something about Chicago, about how he's going to send the National Guard or something. I'm like, sir, you don't understand. You have never stepped foot in a community like ours. Right. Mm-hmm. These kids don't have anything don't have any- to do. Literally, they go home from school if mm-hmm. they even go home. Yeah. They outside they gang banging. They yeah. outside have the sex. Yeah. Their parents really, their parents don't even have that knowledge. Their, yeah. their parents don't even have those talents and mm-hmm. gifts to share with them mm-hmm. to think that they can even do something more yeah. and exist yeah. and be more than mm-hmm. a, a kid on my, the street. My yeah. heart was broke like a couple summers ago. I went home and uh, this, in Chatham, I stayed by Avalon Park. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is so simple. I'm driving. It's a hot summer day. No kids on the basketball court. It's crazy. They don't have no rims. No. They took the rims down. Yep. And I'm like, here's my thing. As, as a police officer, my thing is like, I would prefer them to conjugate. Because at least if they're doing they're something, I know where point they point. are. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know what I'm saying? And I, re- and I have so many fond memories of just... Walking up the street. That used to be the shit. You go to the basketball. You go court. to the basketball. You get court. up. I you used to, to walk the, the block. That was like go to did. the park. This is what you Blocks, did. Yeah. You, and and, either, and you know everybody was gonna be there. Exactly. Either yeah. you played or you watched people play yeah. or somebody yeah. was jumping rope or somebody was playing yeah. like catching footballs Absolutely. or or people was in a pool. It was yeah. like that's what you was doing. You might be able to swing if you got a little honey. You want to take it to the side. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like baby, let me let me show you. Let me push you, baby. Let me push you. Let me push you on this swing. You know what I'm saying? But you're right, though. And you know, as of right now, I think law enforcement in general would think, "Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, that people are gonna be shooting, people are gonna be fighting." Mm-hmm. It's like people are so frustrated because they don't have these opportunities anymore. Yeah. When they do get them, all of that anger, all of that frustration, mm-hmm. all of that, you know, it, it comes out of them because they have no other yeah. outlet. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the first time they did Loopalooza? Lollapalooza, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Lupalooza, whatever. Let me find that. Um, no child left behind. And uh, <laughs> I remember being so frustrated because do you remember when they did it? Mm-hmm. That was when they decided to work on the red line. Mm-hmm. So nobody from the south side. It took, yep. I mean, it so so basically, it took all these others, mm-hmm. mostly, and by others I mean mostly white people, mm-hmm. to come from, to our city from other places around the world mm-hmm. in the country. To come here for a music festival, and now they want to repair something that yeah. has been broken for, mm-hmm. since I can remember. Yeah. Since my childhood, yep. the rail line has been shitty. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, so I, I had mixed feelings about that because it's like, yes, I was happy that they were fixing the rail line and restoring it and, and you know, changing um, yeah. or repairing all of these stations. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, like so, so basically, you're telling me as a black child mm-hmm. right because i think i was in high school at the time mm-hmm. like i don't it's like what is my value like i right. don't really mean shit mm-hmm. you know what i mean because it's like i take this train every day right and it's okay for me to be on here yeah. and 
just there's no security because that was before they had the policemen patrolling yeah, yeah, the yeah. platform. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just be out there. Crazy. There's no the heat lamps don't work. Oh, mm-hmm. I remember them days. And you just be out there fucking freezing your ass off. Yeah. There's no there was no inside mm-hmm. like either you it was it was safer for you to be on the platform than be in the little area mm-hmm. up top yeah. because it was all types of fuck yeah. shit going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was like that. So basically like you needed a whole group of others to come in mm-hmm. to say, oh, maybe we should fix this. Yeah. Well, here's the funny thing. Uh, Socks 35th was looking good. Yeah. Absolutely. Socks 35th. Because you know, that was their last stop. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't go past 35th. But as you see more gentrification happening in yeah. places like High Park, places mm-hmm. like Bronzeville, mm-hmm. you see more white people further south than you ever oh, have ever. in ever. your life. Dude, I was on 63rd in Halstead. The Whole Foods was crowded. Well, I said, where? Whole Foods? I used, I used Whole, Whole Foods, Foods they own uh, Houston now. And I used to, it's so yes, funny. It is. I used to make a joke. I used to say. And, and the black kids can't afford that, that, that hummus. <laughs> I used to. $12 on some hummus. Mm-hmm. I used and to, these people don't have jobs. They mm-hmm. don't have a working wage. Because yeah. it's not for them. Mm-hmm. It's, it's for who's coming. Yeah. And yeah. they're just going to push them even further south. I used to I used to make a joke. I used to say, like, black people used to be like meerkats. When they used to, on the south side of Chicago, when they used Remember to suck. Remember that show, Meerkat? Yeah, Meerkat Man. Yeah, Meerkat Man. That's why I got it from. Because you know, when a, when a, when a, when a opposition or anything they worry about mm-hmm. coming, they all whip to the right mm-hmm. or to the left. Yeah. I said, you know, I used to see a one random white person on 81st somewhere in cottage. We used to all be like, yeah. what they doing? What, what, what are you doing? What are you? Oh, they must be needing some black yeah. specific. You know what I'm saying? Because it's probably a drug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the, that was the only reason they would really come. Yeah. And, ju- and just for some of you guys who don't know, like, Chicago is. Oh, well, it's changing now, but it was very high. It's a hyper segregated city. Mm-hmm. Like you could know by somebody's skin to, uh, skin color where, where they they're where they're from, absolutely what side they're from. You like, oh, they either from if they black, you either from the south side or the west side. That's yeah. you like, that like, is your only option. That is your only option. And, and if your parents got a little bit of money, then you from the suburbs. Yeah. Then you from the suburbs. <laughs> and even the suburbs, there was only yeah. barely was it for you. Yeah, like, and from mm-hmm. the south, that's it's like, like if you in that up that uppity black folks like. But you're still on the south side, but you're in this secluded little pocket of like of Beverly or yeah. High Park, especially yeah. like High Park. Yeah. You know, and the other day using Creek Monet or Matson or, or Homewood Falls or, or you know what I'm saying? Damn, that's that takes me back. Mm. I dated nigga live in Matson. Oh, okay, here we Let's go. Let's not go there. That's a journey. <laughs> you couldn't do that if he was in LA. Thirty-five, no, thirty-five like, miles in LA is a road trip. It's a road trip. That's real. This ain't gonna overnight trip. I barely see you. You only six miles away. I'm like, mm, six miles. We go weeks. <laughs> we go weeks. I'm like, I'm like, girl, I said I text you the other day. That's like, that's close What's enough. Wish I were. I don't know about that. It took me 45 minutes to go five miles. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It makes zero sense. It makes zero sense. None at all. Well, let's get back on time. Yeah, wow. but thank you, but thank you for delving into that yeah. trashy ass, yeah. you know, um, topic. You're welcome. Yes. Um, so another quick question. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, did you have any other things? Oh, I'm good, girl. Make? All right. So, um, oh, do we have any self care awareness tips for this well, one? Let's keep asking. Okay. So, um, just some personal questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. So we want to get to know you. Yeah. So we we've talked about the big chop. Yes. Um, you briefly mentioned. It will be on other. HBO, guys. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, okay, okay. okay. You you are, you know, know. I, 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 we getting ready. So, um, tomorrow yes. is February first. 
31st. 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 Stop yeah. doing it. Everybody keep doing that to me. I know. I'm, like, I'm sorry. Okay. My I'm apologies. like, I got a meeting. I didn't miss my, my meeting. My apologies. My apologies. <laughs> okay, tomorrow is not the first. But okay. on the first. Yes. On February 1st. Yes. Your movie. Yes. The Big Chop. The Big Chop. Will be available. Yes. On HBO. My mom made it. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'll be on. Yeah, it'll be on HBO uh, on all their platforms. HBO Go on demand. We will definitely um, put a link below. We'll yeah, make sure that definitely. everything Please do. is in the description bar Please do. for your audience, your new mm-hmm. audience yes. to consume. This. Thank you. Yes. And then if you if you if you're one of those people, older people who don't stream, it'll be like one of those days. Check the schedule. It'll be like West, like in the normal lineup. Yeah. Like just yeah. you know. Like, if you one of those people that still wait for a <laughs> it's come it's on, at a certain time. Do people still have DVRs? Right? Hey, everybody have DVR now. I think they all make DVRs. It's all okay. you thinking TiVo. Oh, Maybe. You thinking TiVo. Because everybody got DVR now. Not, like now it's like it's coming. That's how it comes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah well, make sure you DVR. I don't know how that mm-hmm. works. Make sure you record. Make sure make you sure tell DVR your friends streaming. about it. Everybody. Yeah. And be like, pound the big chop, pound, need more from this people. Yeah. <laughs> so, I can, so, so HBO can hit me up and be like, yeah. You just said pound instead of hashtag. Damn, see? <laughs> I'm giving my age. Man. It's all that hair in here that's making me woozy. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it's gonna, still a lot of oxygen in the room. <laughs> that's really good. That's fine. I know somebody that likes it. Oh, hashtag, hashtag. <laughs> um, okay, tell us about some of your other projects as well. So we can uh, make sure we share with the people. Oh, sweet! I mean, well, um, you, I have a, a shoe documentary about sneaker culture uh, on Aspire TV right now. It runs. Oh, it, it's been I did run- not know that. Yeah, yeah, it's been running for like the last four months. Look at you. So it's cool. It's called Beyond the Soul, which yes. is great. It's like you I know, have a cameo in there. Yes, yes, you do. Hey, yes, you hey, do. Hey. I mean, because we couldn't get in the big chop, but I oh, oh well. can I talk to you about that? Yeah. At the end of the film. Mm-hmm. When the credits are rolling, right. and you have all your little images of little curly hair people. Uh, Hello? Uh, you didn't send me no picture. You did didn't you? even tell me. I did. Ooh. I did. She don't remember. She too busy swerving me. She probably did wow. had a side boo at the time. Wow. And she's too busy in the side boo. She missed She's like, because I would have definitely put you in it. Because don't act like I didn't put you in my web series. Yeah. You know, don't act like I don't be looking out. You, you out here, you got credits, you, girl. You, you, you got credits. Your IMDb going to be my whole everything. They're down. They're down. They're down. Um, so I got that. I got the, um, this ain't your movie, which is, you know, make sure you check out my... Um, uh, check out my YouTube channel. I have a lot of movies on there from like the This Ain't Your Movie to Condoms, which won a couple festivals. And oh, nice. Just like a lot of little stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. we know you be pushing this content. You I mean, are, I be trying to push it. I feel you. Check you it out. Supreme content creators. <laughs> so, what's your YouTube channel so they know where to find it? It is, I'm trying to change it. <laughs> but it's just, just using it like four slash oh pretty boy one. I'm oh, trying to like, man. It's old. That. They won't let me change it. Oh. Uh, YouTube won't let me check because I want it to be uh, I want it to be content is king like because that's mm-hmm. what I use mm-hmm. or, or you know they won't let me change it you and I'm like it. I done had it for so long it's well, like pretty Ricky doing pretty big things man I know I'm like come on I'm like let me change this uh, content is king please 
Um, but yeah, but you can type in Content is King and it'll pop up. It'll take you to my channel as okay. well. Okay, and we'll put a link below. Yeah, yeah. Us, yeah. So we yeah. can share that as well. And just, yeah, check it out. And I'll give you, I'll give you the playlist one. I got a special URL playlist Ooh, where you can just watch hey. all the moves back okay. to back to back. Yes, yeah, so send that to me so we yeah. can. That's the real binge watching. Yeah. Yes. And now, other than that, I mean, I was, I, I, I was blessed to be on like six episodes. If you blink, you'll miss me. But I was on six episodes of uh, Roadies. Camera nice. Pro, I was an oh, actor oh, yeah, on there. That, yes. I was an actor on there. Um, you can check me out in there. Unfortunately, not enough of you watched it, so it's canceled. Uh, well, <laughs> but it's, okay. it's all right. It's all right. It comes with the territory. Uh, it comes with the territory. <laughs> Absolutely. But other than that, yeah, we're getting ready for, I got another short film I'm doing. I'm doing two more shorts, then I'm moving to features. It's, it's time. It's time for me. It's time for me to go. Right. So Can you give us shorts. a snippet of those shorts? What, what are they about? Well, I'll just tell you. One is about a home invasion. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. With a twist. Mm, with a okay. twist, I'll just say that one is about a home invasion with a twist. And I've seen then, the porn like that before. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, saying, I'm here to I'm I'm here to steal your money and lay the pipe. I'm here to steal your money and lay the pipe. Um, and then I have one that's really close to me, which is uh, called Growing Pains, which is loosely based uh, my life in Chicago. Okay. It's a short film. Um, it actually won a couple awards as the screen as as like. The screenplay. Okay. Um, and I'm just I, waiting for an invitation. Can we get can a little I, cameo? I'll let you know. Be in Chicago at the right time. I got you. I mean, uh, you know our freaking flyers. Uh, there it is. There, <laughs> there, there we it is. Ready. And um, yeah, so I'm excited about that. And I actually have uh, funding for that now. So it's fully funded. Awesome. Um, awesome. Yeah, so it's the biggest budget right, I've ever worked with. If you mean an investor, with. you should like call on us though. Because mm-hmm. I know that return is going to be something. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I wait, I, wait, I wait for the features. I wait okay, for the features. Throw in a couple of little points. Look, look, my boy uh, Eben, you know, uh-huh. he was like, "Yo, I was like, bro, wait to the feature. <laughs> I, want, I want to get you money back. <laughs> like, you know, that's, that's real shit. The bank will give you zero point one percent, but yeah. supporting your friend, yeah, might yeah. Get a, you might, might get a little bit nice. Got okay. might get a little nice. And then after that, yeah, I'm working on. I'm actually working on a fantasy comedy for a feature uh, that plays on reincarnation okay. um, and love. Because uh, I really want to do something like that. Because I, I was a big fan of the '80s movie growing up and all mm-hmm. the like. Really finding your love through no matter what, like, cause you know in the eighties you could die and they'll find a way you can possess somebody's body and get love yes, again. Yeah, <laughs> the ghost, yes. you know what I'm saying, and and, and all the you know, so I'm vice versus all that stuff. So I really want to try to get that out because I feel like we don't we don't tell those stories right now, mm-hmm. uh, and I feel like that's that's a space that I could really get into. Yeah, absolutely. You know, of just like yo, just getting back to the feel good and fun of it. You yeah. know, we need gremlins again without necessarily making the gremlins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we need those type of things, and I want them again. You yeah, know? absolutely. Awesome. Um, two quick questions. Yes. Top five questions. Top five. Top five. Top, top five. five. Dead or top, top five films and. Oof. Top five directors. Oh, both. Now, you have to be top on that list. (laughs) (laughs) Derek Dow, bitch, I'm not. (laughs) Um, uh, Me aside, uh, first off, I'm going to start with Forrest Gump. I always, okay. I always started Forrest Gump. That's I mean, it was a classic. And look, not to get my age, I was watching that on two VHS tapes because wow. they couldn't fit it all on oh, one. Shut I, had to, I had to, shut your I had to, I had to say, whoop, switch out, <laughs> rewind, press play again. Um, so I'm definitely gonna, I'm definitely gonna put Forrest Gump up there. Um, and it's hard because you know when you ask me this again, it might switch up. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Um, for most creatives, yeah, yeah. It depends on the day. D- <laughs> depends on the day. Uh, then I'm gonna go. Um, 
You might have put him on the spot, my man. Well, you did put me on the spot. Well, I I'm gonna go higher learning. Gremlins, because he said Gremlins like. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, Gremlins is Gremlins is dope. Gremlins is dope, but I'm gonna hold off on Gremlins for right now. Okay. I'm gonna say higher learning. Okay. Because that was just like one of those films that I was just like, yo, I got to see us in school, mm-hmm. and that um, that Ice Cube character, mm-hmm. it was like, yo, why can't I have a street edge and be smart? Yes, absolutely. Which like subconsciously did something to me. Which mm-hmm. I, I felt because I can go back in the hood and be cool, but I don't need to shoot people up. Mm-hmm. And I can go read the book and talk and be, uh, you know, articulate with you. And I can, and but I, but I'm still me, and I'm yeah. in the fence, and I'm just like, yo, I'm, I like, I like the ratchet, yes. and I like the educated, all at the same Absolutely. damn time. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying? Saying like the <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 um, uh, so, so I'm gonna have to put higher learning up there. Um, it was all. If this is a newer thing, but Magnificent Seven. Okay. Magnificent Seven, because it had everything. It had everything mm-hmm. from what I loved in the movie when I was young. It had the, it was like, do you remember the movie Posse? Yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds familiar. It was like Posse, it had like Melvin Van Peebles in it and mm, stuff like yeah. that. And it was just, it was just like, to me, it was like, it had everything. You cared about the characters, it had some comedy, it had mm-hmm. some drama, it had some, so I'm definitely putting that up there. Okay. So I now it's three. Uh, yeah, Magnificent Seven was amazing. Um, I'm trying to think of like movies over like just over the last. It's corny, but whatever. Uh, How with the duck? <laughs> How with the duck? I gotta go go back when I was a kid. It's, it's on one of the top one of the top hundred of worst films ever made. That's so funny. Okay, but yeah. hey, but hey, I, I love. I feel it. like everyone has that one terrible ass one, film in yeah. their top five. The one. How with the duck, you know. man? How with the duck? And then I'm gonna throw because this is hard, guy. I mean, it's really it's so many good films out. Then I'm gonna go ahead and throw. Shit, like what? What's man? It's just it's tough. Yeah, my name. What's your favorite movie? <laughs> Do you have one favorite? Oh, well, you know I'm hood, so paid in full. Oh, <laughs> hey, that was real though. That was a real, was a real movie though. I can quote you <laughs> almost line for line, that word so for word. Oh, Con Air. Go Con Air in there too. Oh, okay, okay. Con Air. That that movie. That movie was dope. Okay. That that made me a Nicolas Cage fan. I know it's not a lot of people like Nicolas Cage, but I was like, so I'm. A, oh, I'm sorry. Let's let's give it a tie. Con Air and Face Off together. Oh yeah. Okay. A Nick Cage extravaganza. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm then as far as and as far as directors, Antoine Fuqua, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm gonna throw him up there real quick because I feel like he is so underrated. Mm. Yes. I feel like he is so underrated because he doesn't go look at me. I'm a black director. Mm-hmm. You don't even realize you watch his movie. He did yeah, Magnificent was, was Seven. Like, oh shit! He, like, he did Magnificent Seven. He okay. did. He did. Um, Damn, I didn't know black yeah, he did exactly because he does movies that you don't realize. Because uh, most people is like Spike do a movie. Right, Quit yeah. John. They that is a black movie. Right. He does. He did Shooter. Yeah. He did. Um. He did. A, what he did. He did other movies I love too. Uh. Because you you watch his movies and didn't know you did. Did you just look him up? Antoine Fuqua. What's his What's his list? I'm looking Training Day. Training Day. Wow. He did The Equalizer. He did Olympus Has Fallen. Olympus Has Fallen. He yeah. Did, he did uh, King Arthur. He did Bait. Oh, he did. I like King Arthur. He did the replay. I mean, he, so he, oh, he got, he, he got hits, bro. So, wow. so, so yeah. So I, I definitely okay. put him up there because most people go, oh, you want to be the next Spike? You want to be? No, I want to be the next Antoine Fuqua because yeah, he makes films and you don't even know. Yeah. Wow. He, he doesn't real. even know. I, uh, Robert Rodriguez. I give him, I give him all of, even though I haven't liked his latest installments and offerings. Okay. Um, I love that he he inspired me to just do it. 
So when I made a feature a long time ago called uh, Family Values, I didn't, I had no idea what what I was doing, but it was like I watched the interview with him. He said, "Just get out there, shoot." He yeah. he literally was walking. He said, "You want to be a director? Here's a blank piece of paper. Write your name and director. You're a director now." And I was just like, yo, that's that's empowering. Yeah. That's so empowering. Mm-hmm. You just do it. Now, you make a lot of mistakes, so I got to put him up there. Um, even though Spike has pissed me <laughs> I off. Have to, I felt the pain Even though Spike that. has pissed me off in his last thing, you, he's a pioneer. Yeah. He's one of the greats. I have to give it to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, She Hate Me is one mm-hmm. of my oh, favorite it's a, it's amazing. Yeah. Bamboozle? Oh, oh man. Come on. Come on. Man. Come on. Inside Man, which to me was his last great, like, st- studio installment. Yeah, absolutely. It um, literally had all the classic mm-hmm. spikeness about yeah. it, but it was a... It fulfilled. It was a movie. It, it, was like, it was like, this is a movie. Yeah. Was a movie. So I put him up there. Uh, Steven Spielberg. Yeah, come on. You got to put Steven Spielberg on the mastery that he has had. Mm-hmm. The fact that people don't even realize he got on with a horror, mm-hmm. which is Jaws. Mm-hmm. He got on, and then he started making all this Indiana mm-hmm. Jones stuff mm-hmm. like yeah, that. Absolutely. Um, so that that's four, right? Yep. Four. And so my last, <laughs> four, right? <laughs> my last, my last, last guy would have to be um, no women. Boop. Put you. See, oh. here's the thing. Don't boo me. It's just, <laughs> it's just women, honestly, are finally getting their way in. Not, yeah, no. Like, you know, you got Sophia I mean, Coppola really, and yeah. all them, but they're really just now getting yeah, their way very in. True, yeah, very now, true. if you talk about who the, who the shit in TV right now, Shonda Land, hands down. Absolutely. Hands down. I'd be like, come on. I, I get it. Other people have done great shows. How, but how many times have you done great shows? Four, four at the same time. Yeah. Three at the same time. Oh, no, my thing is, how do, where does she sleep? Where are you talking? Oh, oh, read the year of yes. I did that. I did that in December. It's amazing. Thank she don't got yes. no time for men. Yes. She say, listen, she say, here's the thing. Shonda, I respect Shonda so much because she don't need to be defined by men. And, and I love it. I love a woman that won't and don't need me. And she's like, yo, I was getting mad that people got more excited when I was engaged mm-hmm. than the fact that I was winning awards mm-hmm. for shows I was running. I said, you better tell them, Shonda. That's you real. better tell them. Because I'm I'm all down. I love a relationship, but I love couples that can be together and they're independent of each other. Absolutely. That is that is the dream relationship. Yes. Go do your stuff. Go do my stuff. And then when we come together, we're powerhouse. That's why uh, Beyonce and Jay Z are so coveted mm-hmm. because they are independent of yeah. each other. And right. if we break up tomorrow, both are still gonna be straight. Yes. Right. So the fact that come on, get y'all you know what I'm saying? Out. Is don't it? Get y'all <laughs> So I love that. You gonna write a book or not? You gonna write a book or not? And and then I will get. I have to give it to uh, John Febro. Febro, mm. I'm gonna give yeah. it to him because he he. I mean, swingers. Um, mm, okay, I'm like chef, that? the okay. chef, mm-hmm. uh, Iron Man when he did the Iron mm-hmm. Man. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to throw him in there, throw him right. in the pot because yeah, I think he's a nice yeah. little list. little mix, know, little right? mix, yeah. A little bit, a little bit. But I, I, I'll follow Okay, I have a a random question. Mm-hmm. Top favorite songs. Ooh, are we going back a little bit? You can hey whatever. All right, so oh, um. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna have to hit Usher. They call me U.S. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> we rolled in like, like See, and like rolled. <laughs> man, I had to, I had to, I, so I'm in with that, that, that song was my, um. When I liked Usher, I don't fuck with him So, so I gotta give him that. Um, uh, I'm still not tired of uh, Genuine Stingy. Okay. Still not tired of Genuine Stingy. You tired of that? Mm-hmm. A, come on, uh, stingy. 
No, nah, stingy. I'm not nah, talking about stingy. differences. Differences <laughs> got got a little old, but stingy. Girl, you better. All right, I'm gonna uh, give it to you. I'm gonna give it to you. I'm gonna give it to you. Um, Drew Hill beauty. Oh, yo, that was early shit. Yeah. <laughs> Drew Hill beauty. I, I, I as you can see, as you can see, I'm heavily uh, a nineties You are definitely ours. Art, I can't even damn champagne. Can't get words together. I'm heavily R&B. You are definitely a um, R&B guy. So yeah. So what what did we hit with you? What I hit you with first already? Um, Usher. Usher. Uh, um, Stingy. Stingy. Genuine. Drew Hill. Drew Hill. Beauty. Yes. Destiny Child. Dangerously in love. Ooh, oh, okay. Come on now. Come on. Um, mm. Come on. Mm. Come on. I was I was a little playboy with the black lights thinking yeah, I was grown, uh, thinking I was grown. I, what? I know you had all the playlists. <laughs> I had all the playlists. Recording off of uh, Oh, you know what? I had the dual deck with the with the uh, cassette tape. Oh my god! Y'all remember the talk boy? Y'all remember that? Talk boy? Yeah. No, the kid had it in Home Alone. There was a little silver thing. Oh, I do remember that. And they had the little thing that you pulled out for the microphone. The microphone. Yeah, I didn't have a talk boy. I had a Walkman. I used to record off that. And I and I guess my my last song just to just to you know what this ain't even R and B, but I'm gonna just do it because it it meant something in my life. Make them say, uh. Hey. No, 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 no. Make them say, uh. So, so you know that was a remake. Was it? I have to find the original song, but it's this guy. And he's like, make him say, uh. Oh. Oh, we still have to uh. I'm like, I was a No Limit Soldier. I was R&B and No Limit Soldier. So that's my mix. That's my, and it's, it's all in the, it's all in the 90s or 2000s. But I mean, it was, those were, that's what I was rocking with, man. I, mm. I was rocking with those songs, man. Like listening to him, like I can't wait for my first kiss. Okay. okay, and I hate that I left uh, R. Kelly off the list because I mean you remind me of my Jeep was it, but but I I had to hit him with stuff that like really really resonated with me because yeah. Beauty I was I was in love I was with my first love and walks by me every day. Her and love are the same. Um, um, um. <laughs> That was my right, joy. Yeah. Yes. All right. So, um, tell the people where they can find you, your social media handles, all that. Oh, stuff. perfect. Honestly, just Derek. It's simple. Derek D E R. Okay. Know your name? <laughs> and my name. No is. child left behind. <laughs> Spell your name, Derek. Uh, e R I C K. That's Eric. Derek. Uh, uh, is D E R E K D. D O W. That's it. Derek D. Dallas. My whole name in the middle initial of the D. And then you can find give me the D. Get on. I give him. I give him. I give him D three times. <laughs> you come to me. You gonna catch the D. Okay. Cause our D is all I got to give. When they say we gonna line up by first to last name, I said I'm gonna be in the same position. Cause all I got is a whole lot of D. <laughs> you know, as some kids, their last name is a P, and they in the P line. But then they go, go by my first name. Then they in the beginning line. Nope, you ain't getting shit but D from me. So yeah, that's that's where you find me. The same on Instagram, Facebook, Derek D Dow. Do you be on the Twitters? I be on the Twitter sphere. Well, I'm old pretty boy one on. I kept it old school. Because I like to get a little ratchet and I don't want it to follow me over. I don't want it to follow me over. Now it's on the net. It's really obvious. 
Yes. So, oh, pretty boy, horn. I'll be, I wake up, I'll be what, at middle night. I'm horny for no reason. <laughs> Just, that, that, that's what I put on. That don't, that don't touch Facebook or Instagram. That <laughs> that's like, hilarious. I'm like, I want me a chick that's like a chia pet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm done. I'm done. And we're done. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just follow me there, man, and you know HBO anything, and I, and um, yo, hit me up. I'm not one. I'm not uppity. I answer back everybody who hits me up. I return every message. Any if you post on anything on my YouTube, you at least get a gratitude from me. I at least like your stuff and say gratitude because I'm about that. I, I I believe if you take time out for me, I I can take a little time out for you. So absolutely, show sure love, yeah. That is amazing. Derek, you've just been awesome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. This has (laughs) been awesome. Uh, My name, do you want to do any tips? I had a few tips. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Just because we were talking about hair. Yes. um, I had some winter tips for hair care. Okay. Um, And we all are natural. So feel free to chime in here. Um, And for the most part, I feel like these are, most people should know these, but for those that may be new on their natural hair journey, we just want to help you out a little bit. Um, so for those in cold climates, um, if you're wearing wool hats and scarves and things like that, please be um, careful uh, because they can cause breakage. So you might want to wear a scarf and then put your hat on. Or they have these um, satin lined caps out now. Yes. I don't know the brand, but they seem to be... I think they're called slap caps, I believe. Okay, mm-hmm. I have no idea. But I've seen them, I've seen them on, the, on the gram if you will. Um, so look into that, that's a nice little option. Um, make sure y'all are deep conditioning these um, locks and tresses out here. Yes. Um, and also stay off the um, heated uh, hair tools. So less flat ironing and all that. You want to keep that moisture in. Um, oh, I'm guilty of this because I leave the hair, I leave the hair, boy. I leave the house with wet hair all the time. I thought she was gonna um, say, I leave the hair on the arms and legs <laughs> and on the underarm and on the chest. <laughs> And in the nose. <laughs> Derek, Derek is really, he, he doesn't want me to be great, y'all. He does not want me to be great today. That's fine. Um, but I don't live in a super cold climate, so I can kind of get away with it. But it is a little frosty in the mornings here. Mm-hmm. Um, so avoid leaving the house with wet hair. Um, and then, of course, protective styling. Buns, braids, top knots, all of them is your friend yes and we are definitely considering that as we start to plan for this europe trip Mm -hmm. on how we can protect our hair amongst Mm -hmm. all the travel and the you know yes we don't know we're trying to reduce yeah we're trying to reduce the products and keep the moisture absolutely well i got a pro tip for fellas out there that have locks especially with a little hang time get this thing called hang time with a little hang time (laughs) get this get this thing called a do bag what? Um, it's a do bag. It's it's so you can put your locks in it at night. It's, is it like the lock sock? Is that the same I guess thing? maybe maybe sort sort okay. like that. But I have it. It's like I have it. It's like Saturn. I use it. I got one that looks exactly like just an oversized do rag, mm-hmm. okay. but just in so I can put my locks in. Cause you know, man, ain't nothing. And, and I get it. But if you wear do rags, it's fine. And I and it, it's cool. But ain't nothing more less manly when your girl on your locks and you're like, oh, babe, you're on my hair. You're like, nothing, nothing less manly than that. Get your do bag. I know you don't want to wear it. They got cool ones now. You can be like Snoop Dogg, have a bandana do bag. Because it's happening to me, fellas. Literally, I uh, literally like, ow, you're on my hair. Get off my hair. Damn. Do I be up on your ear? 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I had to get a do back, and then two is good. It protects you while you sleep because if you got long hair, you know it can be all over you. It's just mm-hmm. yeah, and you can't always put it in like the samurai bun because it messes up your neck while you sleep. So the do bag has saved my life. Yes. Um, so Come fellas, on. get a do bag. Awesome. We will make sure to put all these links below. <laughs> Tips and tidbits. Absolutely. If you guys have any commentary, if you want to shout out Derek, if you want to send us a note, a recipe, mm-hmm. um, some nair. Suggest- <laughs> 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 that would be great. <laughs> you know any suggestions, we would love to highlight your work as well. So please send us an email at benwoke at gmail.com. We been woke. I'm trying to get you bitches to wake up too. Wake up. woke at gmail.com. There it is. Benwoke. Yes. How are we ending this show? This has just been, this been I know. super so much awesome. This has been super fun, guys. Great energy in here. Um, I don't really have any other wrap-ups. I don't have any shout-outs. I mean, yeah. other than make sure y'all watch The Big Chop. The Big Chop. Yes, first on you, HBO. Derek, thank you. Thank yes. you for, for having coming. me, guys. This Absolutely. is amazing. This yes. is amazing. We, we truly appreciate it. We cannot wait for your future work. Thank you. We will definitely highlight you in any and every time Aww. you release Aww. anything. Thank you. Thank you so we much. We about to go on YouTube right now. <laughs> right now. Like <laughs> everything. And watch yes. your Y'all, You better give us a gratitude, <laughs> Negro. Negro. <laughs> you said. You didn't say hi. Nothing. <laughs> so, um... Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. We appreciate it. And we will see you guys next week. Next week. See you later. Peace, peace.